Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. This is episode 77. Palindrome. It is. I, is that lucky or do you have to have at least three sevens before it's lucky? Let's go for three sixes first. All right. Um, today. It's fitting. It will come first. It's fitting with our uh, adroit That's true. That's reprisal. True. So... The theme of this week's podcast... <laughs> if we make it to 666 episodes, we should do some crazy adroit beers. Play a podcast backwards. Whoa! <laughs> and have it still make sense. Yeah. I bet if we said we to adroit, we're having a 666 podcast, make something epic, they totally would. They would. Make something epic. We're on a roll tonight. <laughs> Considering we're also featuring the epic brewery. Exponential series. Indeed. So... I will not say that there is a theme per se, except that they are very creative beers that I've wanted to try. Or just found out about. I'm really excited for one of them. The first one? one? Actually, two of them. I'm really excited for the Adroit one. Uh, But I'm also really excited for the Beard one. The Beard beer from Rogue, and that's what we're starting with. Oh, nice. Um, So I've heard mixed reviews about this beer. I haven't heard anyone that was like, it's the best beer I've ever had. Uh, I do think it's just mostly hilarious. Uh, and I've heard some people say it's just hilarious kind of just because of the concept. Or? Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. We're drinking a beard brewed with the yeast of a man's beard. So, Did I say is there any way? Right? Does yes. it say on the side of the bottle how long it had been since he showered or something helpful like that? Well, yeast is always in the That's air. Enough. I mean, like, there's probably yeast in my beard right now, and I showered a couple hours ago. Sorry, it's um. So I'm feeling a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, since the beer mistress. Rests for no one, I suppose. You can't call in sick on podcast day. That's but I'm, true. I'm going to try to rein in my alcohol consumption. Is there an ABV on this so I know how much I should rein it in? Reining it? Wait, I wasn't even listening. I was just reading. <laughs> so how on earth do you get the yeast from somebody's beard? The comb, I would guess. That makes sense. So you get a comb. You sprinkle some beard hair in the beer and you're done? Or how does this work? I, I really hope there's not beard hair in here. <laughs> um, uh, let's so hope it's a filtered beer. We'll start I'll, there. I'll, I'll read on the back here. It says, dedicated to beards. Beard beer is not only hard to say. They didn't write that. I just said it. Is brewed with a yeast created from brewmaster John Mayers. Mayers, really? Like the singer? That's funny. Uh, from his beard. No need to freak out. Brewers have used wild yeasts in beer making for centuries. John has had the same old growth beard since 1978 and for over 15,000 brews. So it is no great surprise that a natural yeast ideal for brewing was discovered in his beard. Does not sound like <laughs> wild yeast to me. It sounds like very domesticated yeast if it came off of a human. Yeah, I mean, quite possibly it's, you know, something that they brewed with and just pieces. Some flotsam and jetsum just yes. happens to like... We're on a Disney theme tonight, aren't we? Yeah, we really are. Um, <laughs> I surprisingly like this. I like it too. I mean, I've, especially for rogue, to try it. for rogue beers, which I'm finding overall that I actually am not usually a gigantic fan of. I really do like this. I do like on the back of their label here, they also have something. It just, uh, it's a little circle and it just says 100% pure rogue. <laughs> Can we get that bumper sticker? I'd, that I'd, really I'd like that. For, yeah. I bet they make it. For us, yeah. It tastes a little ale Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's not my style. I wouldn't go... Well, and that's why we started with this, though, because we're yeah. getting darker from here. It is very light. What I would almost say it has, like, a lager nose to it. I would believe that. I would, well, and I think it has a lager finish to it, but thankfully there's more body to it. Yeah, it's kind of a weird pale ale lager mix on the nose for me. It's actually a little Belgian-y. Yeah. Like a double, maybe? I don't know. That first taste is just very... All right, I'm, now is the moment that I'm going to ask this question instead of waiting till you know, the end when we pretend that's when we do listener questions because obviously consistency is our forte. <laughs> uh, but it was because we've just said... We're consistently unpredictable. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, but it was just because we just said the Belgian and the Pale Ale and whatever. So I got a question today from James. James is getting married in 37 days. Apparently, I'm not sure when or how this developed... He has an inn at Weyerbacher. So he messaged me and said, all right, beer mistress, I need you. If someone were to get Weyerbacher beer for their wedding at, say, almost free, what should I have? 
Do they only get one choice? I, I think it's three or four based on the conversation we ended up having. Cases, kegs? Cases, I believe. Okay. Uh, How, why does that make a difference? Just, just for serving and some stuff is available in you know certain formats oh. but not others too so it's not that one is just you would drink it on keg but you wouldn't drink no it on no, no it's just that wouldn't ease of serving and obviously my first thing was well what's your menu i didn't actually get the menu um but it's going to be may so that's relevant and obviously warmer the- weather i'd say stay away from the Insanity, the old heathen, the I wouldn't blithering idiot. idiot. Yeah. You also don't want your guests getting wrecked. Well, but if they're getting wrecked for cheap, that's not so bad, is it? Um, depends on where it is, I guess. Yeah, I guess it depends on and the party and the crowd and everything like that. Like, you know, when I go to a wedding, there's always that guy that gets really drunk and starts stealing wine off of tables. I don't know what you're talking about. That was me in England. <laughs> Are you serious? You don't remember that? Actually, I do remember that now. You just started drinking <laughs> the white, right? Because nobody was yeah, nobody, the white. N- nobody at this wedding would drink the white wine. And each table got a bottle of red and a bottle of white for free. And you had to buy any wine after that. Right. So it became a really fun game to me to go up to a table and schmooze them and then steal their wine like without them noticing and take it back to my table. So we all got to drink Free all I would night. love to have a video recording of that to see how like schmoozy and slick you actually <laughs> oh, no. were. Typically, or were you just like, I'm gonna go now, guys. <laughs> um, that was. Do you have a glass so I can pour this wine that I'm taking in with me? That was the end of the night. <laughs> it started smoother. Yeah, you just started asking people, hey, yeah. hey are you gonna drink that? Can I didn't take it? your wine. We were the we were I the young table at this we wedding. There were lots and lots of you know older folks and family and all that, and we were definitely the young table. So everybody was like, "Oh, honey, sure, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You can have that you wine. We, we can afford to buy our own." Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, so if you had to pick three, yes, Weyerbacher. Well, for I started with um, Mary Monks because that's what we did last year for July Fourth, and sure. I thought it went over very solid well. Solid summer beer, I think. Um, he loves, loves IPA and said the double Simcoe is even too much for him. Okay. Uh, but they are starting to put out uh, seasonal... Well, they have the all-day IPA. Last Chance. Last Chance. They okay. have the Last Chance, which is nice. All day. Who does all day? Well, and I said, I don't want to ask inappropriate questions here, but how good is this hookup? Because truly, I would, I would bring out the Reserva, if that's a thing. Well, I feel like the Reserva is if they owe him a favor as opposed (laughs) to like, hey, we're happy to help out. I don't know much about this. Why is that so rare? It's super expensive. They brew it like once a year. They just like throw tons of uh, raspberries raspberries into it. It's so good. good. It's really good. I I don't think he has that kind of clout. Um, It was just, I said, I would think it would make an amazing toasting beer. You know, if you want, if at a wedding to do something a little special, if you really are going to say I'm a beer lover, I thought the Reserva would be awesome. Are they only doing beer? I have no idea. I'm not going to this wedding, so I can't tell no, you. No, but I mean, that's just part of the question. Like, is right. this a beer group of people? Or are they only doing beer? They're like, yeah, I'm getting married probably... and I know this guy and we're just, we're only serving beer. And because that would change your I have this feeling lot. based on knowing them. That they're probably doing beer and wine, and they're you know it's probably not like an open bar. It's probably not a huge like top shelf situation. It is. It's a little outdoorsy. It's a little. Are they outdoor for the party? I believe so, and or like tented outdoor. Sure. Yes. I just think all of that makes a big difference in what you're choosing. It does. Um, you know, if it's a sunny hot day in May, June, May. I guess at that point. Well, um, and the only question I had is I knew that he loved porters and stouts. And I said, do you want one or not? He's, he said, I'm getting married in May. We can't have dark beer. It's like, you're the groom. If you want dark beer, you can have dark beer. Like, that's not a thing. But I found I've enjoyed equally, I guess. I, I used to think, oh, I can only have stouts in, in wintertime or the colder months. And usually I would drink IPAs over the summer. And now I'll just drink whatever I want whenever I want it. And it's but always truly, good. a porter is lighter bodied and not super high ABV. So I feel like there are good porters out there. I just don't know. I don't think a Weyerbacher porter off the top of my head. No. I don't even know if they brew one. I definitely would not do a stout or a porter. I'm, if, if he's one of those that is concerned about that, I would not go that direction with it. 
Because I am the same. And technically, way. I wouldn't either. Mostly it. because I feel like you're just gonna have a lot of full bottles left at the end of the night. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, that's a bad problem to have. But at the same time, why why bring it in at all if you're not gonna use it? Right. But I thought the triple was nice. Either a pale ale or an IPA would be approachable to the average, you know, wedding. I think attendee. their last chance IPA would be a great option. Do they have a shandy? No. I know. I'm so sad. <laughs> I did find Line and Kugel Summer Shandy, though. It's out. Yeah, all right. So, also, someone just Already? posted on Great. my Facebook wall <laughs> that uh, Yingling just put out a summer wheat beer. And I was like, it is only April, guys. It's not summer yet. Are you telling me that by July we're going to have pumpkin beers? Like, is, Probably. Is that That's what this the way is it's becoming? Going. It is. Yeah. We saw pumpkin beers this year as early as what? September? No, August. August for August, sure. August, yeah. I feel like, as the consumer, we need to stand up and say, we are not going to buy this pumpkin beer in August. See, but people get excited for the season. Yeah. Let but, me point out. you get to say, hey, I already got some. Wegmans still has them. three pallets of last year's pumpkin. Like, that's a problem. Yes. The uh, Narvith Beer Shop had a whole stack of uh, cases of it. I've seen them on sale everywhere. Pumpkin beer doesn't age well, does it? No, not typically. Not at all. Now, pumpkin is higher ABV, so it probably ages a little better. Yeah. I've heard you can get two years, eek, two years out of that, but you're really not going to want to put that under your bed for a couple of years. I had some pumpkin beer tonight. I had the Chiflet. I saw you did. That's also two years Because we had up. a lot of leftover. Oh, uh, actually, it wasn't bad. Wasn't that bad? I thought that one aged very nicely. That one's a year and a half old, the one that you had tonight. Yeah. That one did much better than I thought uh, the pumpkin did two years ago when we had it late. We have such weird first world problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what were the what were the results here for Weyerbacher ones? Sorry. Um, last chance. My call. My yeah. My call is going to be the last chance. I'm going to um, say the Mary IPA. and the Reserva if you can get it. Right. One case would be enough. I mean, for well, you're just it's the bombers, so though. That's twelve. Right, but twelve if you're just toasting eighty hundred people. Sure. <laughs> You'll allow <laughs> it. <laughs> if well, I, I do do the portioning usually. That's I, just, true. I just don't know that it would work out for a hundred people. You have to figure some people are going to do champagne, for sure, with the same. Well, and again, that goes into is this a beer drinking crowd? Is it right. you know, who's coming to your party? And also, if it's not. And this has nothing to do with this particular scenario, but why bother buying really good stuff, at least in quantities, if no one's going to appreciate it? He said it. his in was the head brewer. That's great. Because that, when I asked the reserve a question, I said, how good is your in? Because, you know, if it's just, I know like the guy the who runs the shop. or like the brewmaster's lieutenant? I think B. Lieutenant? <laughs> I don't know. Lieutenant. I really like the idea of having something where uh, the guests are able to sit there and say, hey, uh, I'd like either the champagne, or they come up to your table and say, would you like the champagne or would you like the... And the reserve is in a nice and, bottle, like a nice yeah. 750. Yeah, it looks beautiful really cool. and it tastes yeah. great and it would look probably very nice in a champagne flute even. Yeah. Jason would like it because it's, yeah, well, it sounds it's like full-bodied it's in raspberry. It's a little tart without being lambic-y. That, that, that was going to be my question. I really don't like lambics because they're just far, far too sweet. Try them with French toast. <laughs> this is his new. I was talking um, to someone about life and limb the other day. Oh, I should I should admit this. Someone proposed marriage to me because we talked beer for an hour, and he said all of we my talk friends beer for an hour every week. That's true. Well, I guess he already proposed marriage. So. Yeah, there you go. Um, Way before the beer thing happened. <laughs> true. He said, you don't understand, all of my friends are guys because I love to suck beer and women don't understand this. And then we continued oh, to talk. Oh, disagree with that. For an hour. And at I the end... Is, in, on, in general, that's a true statement. It's not statement. that women don't understand it. It's not like, oh, these maths are too difficult. <laughs> are you saying women don't understand math? That's clearly what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying that women are fully capable of understanding it. They just don't Where's that whiteboard? I'd like to do some long division. Come on now. I don't want to do long division. It sounds I awful. Love long I used to do that for fun. They are pushed into not having the interest in beer. What do you mean pushed? What kind of women are you pushing in? That's not very Look nice. Look at all the advertising and the, the stereotype that is a beer drinker. And yes, it's changing, but you're not it. I am no stereotype. You're right. I'll accept it. The fact that know. you go into places and people are like, oh, you're, I mean, this is called the Beer Mistress's Microbrew Review. It's 
you know, it's featuring a woman. It's owned by a woman, basically. And that's great. There are so few out there, and that's not because they don't get beer. It's because they've I been think. told that they it's high in calories and it's going to make them fatter than that vodka crayon. And they're also pressured by all this stupid stuff. I think if you watch any Budweiser commercial, you realize the... the the, target the folks who drink beer are women with gigantic chests who don't own any clothes that cover much skin at all. Well, I want to meet more of these women then. Or puppy dogs and horses. <laughs> Stop getting animals drunk. <laughs> Every time I walk the dog uh, to the right toward the alpaca farm, there is a horse. And I'm always like, hey, hey, do you want to meet your best friend? You could totally re recreate this commercial from the Super Bowl. This I don't even has, think that was a good commercial. To nothing to do with no, this. this horse is always like, chomp. What? Of course. It's chomp. a horse. It's been there, how many years do you think it's been standing out there watching stuff pass and being like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so you pick up... You think up... this new dog is going to be like, oh, that's the one I've been waiting for. <laughs> Thank God you finally showed up because I've never seen a dog before. Definitely. <sighs> Sorry, I just had to get that out. So you're going to save a droit for last? Is of course that I am. Okay. A, because it's going to be the best. No offense, everyone else. Try their beers, though. You might agree with me. Um, and also just flavor-wise, I think it's a better thing. I don't know how I feel about this next beer, just from the title alone. It is a Doppelbach Lager. Wow. Called Double Skull, which I like. Berlin should be here because he loves... 8.3 ABV. Another... Another in our long-running series of Epic Brewing's Exponential Series. We should track their Exponential Series and have like a little checkoff list. To see which ones we've <laughs> And see how we've done. I feel like, based on our previous conversations, that if we were doing Shannon's rating system for beer when she's doing any sort of taste test, you'd have a bunch of uh, frowny faces next to each of those check marks. <laughs> no, we've liked a few that, of them. Actually, that, the last sir. one we had, was it with Matt? We had one recently, and yeah. it was good. I just With need Cal, a moment. Um, no, my smiley face rating system applies to wine tasting. Thank you. Could it relate to beer? Perhaps, but we have not yet tried out that method, so I don't want to, you know, officially endorse it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, is now a good time to tell you yeah, about this Yeah, because you guys have to finish those beers at your... This new article I found. Tomatoing. Uh, I want to I take a moment before we finish the beard beer and say it doesn't taste particularly wild or grody, which was my biggest fear, I suppose, is that I'd be like, oh, it's like I'm on the Appalachian Trail and haven't showered in six days or something. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I pick can up see that from the name. No part of me actually thought that they were selling a product that was like, this tastes awful, but it's from a beard. You should buy it. Uh... Like the bottle says, it's not shocking that there is some form of yeast that they could use in his beard, either collected through the air or the brewery. Um, I would call it one of my more favoritist rogue, rogue beers. beers. I would agree. Yeah. Um, there is a little leftover flavor that I'm not a huge fan of at the end. Do you want to rinse? Especially as it just, warmed up. Yeah. yeah. I think that's just... Those like lager styles in general. I was gonna say those exact words. Which I think is also why we I don't just like. don't lager. Yeah. I but can I pour my own. The, Go I ahead did get and the enjoy. Belgian that you were talking about there too, though. I yeah, I really thought I there was especially like, like when it was cold and and right off the first sip. So I think if we were maybe sharing it with more people or drinking a smaller portion, um, it would have been really quite nice. Just the follow through was a little meh. Yeah. But we also kind of sat around and. Didn't Waxed Seriously poetic drink. about beardy things. Mm. You know, if Max was here, there would have been so many beard puns. Yeah, and he's got a solid beard going on right now. Really? I haven't seen it in a while. Sure you have. Well, maybe not. It's all like, you know, he gets that weird, like, Viking villain point going yes, on there. It just, absolutely. like, naturally grows into this point. It's crazy. Mostly I'm distracted by his ankles. They're so white. It's because he's a vampire. Hey. Takes one to know one. Yeah. Well, we come from a long line of vampires. <laughs> so this is, sorry, the double what? This is a Doppelbach lager from Epic. Called what? Double Skull. Double Skull. It's their exponential series, which I think 
just basically means a adventurous because a doppelbach logger is not very and common. And it means the ABV is higher. Yes, that's exactly where I was going next. What is I don't ABV? like that smell. Eight three. This is funny to me because you said it and I heard you say it. Oh yeah, no, that's a little. That's like the when you throw up in your mouth a little bit. Oh. And you get that acid. I like the flavor more than I like the smell. To start. Woo, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, the flavor is much better than the nose. We should get a list I don't. Of... I don't really get the bile so much that you're speaking of. I do get the bile, though. Yeah, that, it does Maybe much better on the tongue. Maybe your bile tastes different than my bile. I can't say. It does much better on the tongue than it does on the nose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I do not like that at all. No. Well, I mean, I don't like Doppelbox or lagers, so it's not shocking yeah, that I don't is, like this Yeah, this one would be taste? a frowny. Yeah, um, I do like Doppelbox, and you know I do. Um, it's like a Tootsie Roll. It's, yeah, it's a little sweet. There's sweep. a sweetness to it that I don't enjoy. It's There's like a chocolate um, Tootsie Roll flavor. Almost, I do pick up a chocolate. I do pick up almost like a roasted it's nut brown. Like and Kahlua. Me, <laughs> yeah. That's all the Tootsie Rolls are. Kids have been getting drunk off them for years. Root beer and Kahlua. This is like is a melted cocktail. Is that what you tell me? Oh. The slutty pumpkin. That's the, that's that's the episode I'm on. I know. That's why I remember it. Because I watched it. Did you really? Yeah, it's easy to hit play. You're, you're re-watching? Re well, now that I know how it ended, because I watched it, mm -hmm. I went back to the beginning because I wanted to see how consistent they were with their story. Um, I do not know how it ended, so I'd appreciate it if it stays that way for the meantime. La, I realize that I'm like far well, past... Well, we wouldn't ruin it for the listeners. Well, that's true, too. Um, I do know that somebody posted an article basically saying that in like the second or third season, they posted, they said her name. Yes. So, if you were paying attention, you would basically know that none of these girls would have been her until you finally heard her name, until she was introduced. So. I did read that article. It was a stripper. You what a stripper? No. In that particular episode where they say her name, mm. he was flirting with or trying to pick up a stripper. And apparently the way that they cut it, the kids freak out because they know what their mom's name is. Ah. And so they were like, oh my God, wait, what? You know? And then later you find out that obviously he didn't marry the stripper, but he married someone of the same name. So there was an article that was online, apparently my mom was telling me about this, that uh, was rating the best and worst final episodes, and How I Met Your Mother was in the top three for the worst final episodes. I disagree. Everyone seemed very disappointed. I think that from everything I read, people were very polarized, positive or negative, but there wasn't like the Seinfeld or the Lost that moment was one of the top ones. Of Seinfeld. incredulous, like, you're Where kidding me? Where they just got arrested. Yeah, yeah it was random. In I actually France never or saw it. Britain or something. Yeah. No, I think it was in America. It was like middle America, though. I thought they were overseas. and Oh, maybe it was. No, no, it was the... You're right. You're right. Overseas in Iowa, Jason, they're kind of the same thing. Yeah. Overseas so in Ohio no is what it should be. Oh. <laughs> Get rid of that. What were some of the best? Union. Do you remember? Uh, Cheers, I think, was one of I them. I watched Cheers, and I was only like nine, so I didn't know why it was supposed to be a big deal, but I still thought it was cool. And they couldn't come up with any of the other ones. Cheers was the only one that they came up with uh, offhand. Oh, so. like when your mom was telling you about it? Yeah. See, these are stories story. I never tell. I would like tell, to see it, but... Because my mother doesn't have the internet, so she's never going to say. Those there interwebs. Yeah. I want to show your mom the screw attack uh, battles. I think that would be funny. Yeah, that would be She wouldn't get it. Cody would get it. Definitely. She get it, though. All right, so speaking about internet memes, is that a thing? Is that how you say that? Yep. Okay. I probably just misused it, but at least I, I got the phrase right. I think um, she was just going for the seg. <laughs> <laughs> there was a photo today that showed, it said, a stormtrooper fights a red shirt. The stormtrooper misses every single shot, and the red shirt dies anyway. I thought that was really funny. That is funny. <laughs> you look so unimpressed. What was, was it this? a meme or like a storyboard? Yeah, I was going to say this. It like was it. actually only one. It was just one photo and then it, it had the narration on it. Hmm. Maybe someone should tell me what's a meme. <laughs> uh, I remember an article on NPR about memes and how we often misuse the term. 
Of course, it didn't see. I'm just clicheing right now. Oh. Um, a meme is something that like takes on a societal import, like peanut butter jelly time. Sure. <laughs> That's where he went with that. Or right? grumpy cat. Or grumpy, cat. grumpy cat. Grumpy like cat. Grumpy cat is a meme. Yeah. Uh, um, keyboard cat was a big meme. That was so terrible. There was no talent. Or there was no videography. Uh, there was no like douchebag guy. I don't know. What it's that a is. guy like. He's wearing his hat a little like cockeyed. He looks pretty high and he's just kind of like his beard's all beardy and it's like. <laughs> is it now? Yeah. And it's totally full of yeast. Ah, ah. <laughs> I just, I only bring it up because I saw it this morning and apparently it's like, you know, meet the real guy because clearly it, it just came on... from some photo where that went completely crazy on the internet. The beer's growing on me. Thank goodness, because I have to get down the rest of that glass. Just like that yeast in a beard. Oh. Well, the um, sweetness dissipates a little bit as you keep going. It's definitely... It's no part of Doppelbach lager would make me think desserty, but it, it has that element to it that's just a little sweeter and warmer. And... I'm sorry, I think you guys said it already, but what's the ABV for it? 8.3 for the Eight, three. Third, third time, time if not fourth. Yeah, but that's I'm, just, okay. I'm just trying to uh, nothing. <laughs> Reintroduce. <laughs> Reintroduction. I have I have thought that that's something I think we ought to do a little bit more, and that is uh, say the name of the beard. The beard. The beer. Apparently. You know what? Your beer is eighteen point three. The percent. Understanding the percent. I think we need to. Lump in. I think we need to lump in the uh, name of the beer more frequently over the while we're drinking it. Is that just so you can remember it when we're editing? Yes. No, it's <laughs> actually not. And I've thought this about other podcasts as well that talk about video games and all that. You start using pronouns and um, we'll talk about a beer for 15 minutes. And at minute 12, we've lumped in a lot of other beers that we've been talking about over this time. Right. But you so don't what, remember... are we, what, what's, what are we actually talking about? Right. Which one are we actually drinking and are we sort of referring to when we use the pronouns? So Every week he looks at me while he's spell. editing and wearing his big headphones and he says, wait, what were the beers you drank this week? Oh, I and remember. Like, you just listened to an hour of it and Ian picks up the bottle and he reads the bottle and obviously it's in there. You don't do that every time. You do not at all do that every time. It, there are so many assuming times. I don't though I'm when I was doing the editing I was the same way I would just be like I would get to the end and I, there's always like that uh, the little tag right up and I would just be like what just happened for the last like, hour because ah, there's so many other things that we talk about too <laughs> different beers and projects and mayhem projects I have one yeah all right so there's this magazine nice egg. <laughs> uh, can you please stop inappropriately abbreviating things? Yeah, drink your Epic Brewing Company's Double Skull. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do it on my three percent ABV. <laughs> I'm gonna do that as I wheel lager. around on my Segway. <laughs> no, that was Shakespeare on a Segway. That was episode sixty-two. Don't ride off a cliff. Yeah. So there's the a segue magazine. Joke? Segway joke. Yep. Segway joke. We don't there need is... Max and Richley when we've got you a little tipsy on Doppelbach. It's, it's true. awesome. It's true. We always need Max and Richley, though. I richly need I'm Max. I'm not sure they would appreciate you the richly Epic need Max. Company's double <laughs> with skull, his, though. With his beard of evilness. Lager. <laughs> There's a magazine called Draft Lines. Draught Lines. Uh, it is put out by a distributor called Origlio, which is pretty large in this area. And the tagline is just celebrating beer culture in the Delaware Valley. And we were at Kildare's yesterday for lunch. Good spot. Because I made, in I made Ian three dinners this week, so I earned a free lunch. It was the way that that worked out. Great. And, it's like uh, achievements. Yeah. Yeah, right? What else can you unlock? Keep making dinners. Find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three podcasts from now, someone write in and ask what we've achieved. We'll see. <laughs> Debauchery. Drunkenness. So there is an article inside called Hard Pressed for Flavor. I think Jason will appreciate the... Which has a title I don't know that I agree with. Uh, it is several different... Oh, I thought you would like that. Why are you frowning? Uh, I don't get it. Oh. It looks like fangs. It's a cafe press. or a okay. French a, press. French, French press. press. So they're showing different recipes for how you infuse beer... Why does, French press. why does the word flavor have a ton of fangs in it? It Because it, it's clearly for their Halloween episode. 
That came out in spring of 2014. Yeah, I don't know. And since we just discussed that, you know, you're always... I think well it's supposed in- to imply a tropical kiwi sharpness. It's got a, a bunch of colors. Know. It goes from orange to green, and it's very... Right. I disagree with their font choice. All right. Well, Please but continue. how do you feel about the general idea behind it? The font? No. I think font is a great idea. The infusing the beer in a French press. No, I really like the idea, and I'm really surprised we haven't done it yet. Well, and Ian said we're not allowed to wait much longer, but I concur 100%. This particular, the only reason is that we weren't going to podcast this week, and then y'all said, yes, darn it, we are. We didn't want to let you guys down. down. Foot down. Um, so it's not like we had time to pick up the ingredients, but so the five panels show a, uh, Sierra Nevada torpedo, which I thought ah, you would appreciate. I think that's a nice, like solid blank canvas. Yes. Is that somehow mean and awful to say that about? No, torpedo? not at all. It's a great but, beer. And I mean, we did the, we just did the regular pale ale when we did our, uh, the Boilermaker. Right. But it was, it's just such a solid, clean tasting beer. It's almost like using the bells too hard, but the bells is almost too... It's already got too much going on. I agree. They said, here are some suggested combinations, but this is about experimentation. So clean out your pantry and create your own one-of-a-kind infusion. There are some really cool ones, like Belgian stout with cocoa nibs, cinnamon sticks, and chili peppers, which I think would be awesome. That does sound good. Uh, Sure do. Chocolate stout with raspberries and strawberries. Hefeweizen with watermelon and mint leaves, which I think sounds delectable for the summer. Or an IPA, I think would go well with those. I think the right, the right IPA, IPA would definitely. Not like you a couldn't Cinco. have a really syrupy one. No. Yeah. All right, so the one in the picture, and this makes a lot of sense, is obviously an IPA because that's what torpedo is with mango, jalapeno, and cilantro. That sounds good. Ugh. Cilantro. Yeah, I agree on the cilantro bit, but I would try it. I would try a sip or three. I'll bring my. I will charge you extra for four. (laughs) That's fine. I like that it's kind of like, it's a lot like coffee where you still let it sit for three to five minutes. Um, I think you have to chop everything up though, you know, to kind of bring those flavors out. You probably have to have the oils. Got to release them. Yeah. Like I don't think you could just put a raspberry in. Well, it's like like coffee beans. Yeah. Yeah. French press with coffee beans, you have to grind them up. Jason, I thought you would appreciate the pale ale with ginger and grapefruit. I thought yeah, that, that would have a nice bite to it, but a good balance, the grapefruit plus the ginger, they sort of meet different needs of your palate. Now, I imagine you'd have to do like a fresh shaved ginger, not like sure. the pickled ginger, obviously. But that's yeah. not hard. I mean, you can just buy a ginger root in the store. There are a lot of them. Keep it in the freezer. I am always super nervous about... I was just going to say that. I And also they're... So he's opening, sorry. So yeah, just so you know why we got quiet and nervous. Yeah, uh, the uh, Adroit Theory bottle is being opened right now by Ian. And it's one of the twists. It's a cork top. It is a cork and cage. And then they taped on top of the cage. See, we had the, we had the pre-them. Uh, the soldiers I feel like, I feel like they've gotten their act theory. together. Yeah, I would agree 100% on that. I think well. the difference but is it's... they were having volunteers come in to help them bottle the beer. Right, and now they're... And just because you like pro. beer doesn't mean you know how... And this is only going to suck if this totally just explodes <laughs> in our room right now. Well, the first three we had, they were all perfectly fine. Yes, I that's true. It was recall. just the Soldiers of Fortune series, truly. Yeah. Can I rinse your glass just because you know that we want this to be a religious experience? Sure. Okay. You're going to have to drink the little... I do kind of remember their corks being... Oh, no, we did have some trouble with their originals. I had to, like, break the cage off. Yes. I just want to I just want to point out, rinsing the glass means pouring a little bit of water in it. And then... So you can drink it out <laughs> to clean it. That's the worst plan. Wait, I don't actually want to do that. You can pour that back into your dirty glass of water. No. Yes. Then everyone else's water is also... Well, why don't but you Jason, pour all three first, and then we can all pour back... Also, Look, Mr. Cork is on pretty tight. <laughs> so, you, guys, you guys talk while I struggle. <laughs> so what? Talk while I struggle? Mm-hmm. Uh, we well, need to that's get a good like thing. one of those little grippy things that they have on the infomercial. Too far the other direction. Yeah. Hey, but, but wouldn't you rather it be airtight and? So what do you think, Doppelbach? Water? Tighter is better. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we got surgeries for that now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. You and exercises. We're talking about cork surgery here. <laughs> Are we? Oh, I thought we were talking about something else. <laughs> I could tell you. Says the guy who's still working on that. No, I got it now. It's it does loose, look. This up. looks very the way that you're if doing it. If only I had my phone more at <laughs> the ready. This looks very like 
Please uh, put that bottle between your legs and work the cork for a little while. Like Guys, I worked that cork and it just popped. <laughs> Congratulations. Would you like to, would you like to drink? Can we just drink? talk again about the craftsmanship of this brewery? Yeah, they are really impressive. Their cork has their logo on it. Like it's just insane. What on are you talking about? Why the did you when you Why did you say that? Then and nobody's going to see. How awesome the uh package was that why are you pouring in. more water into because my glass because you just complained and i'm just gonna pour it out i put a little water in when i thought you all were right gonna well hurry up it. and pour it out so that i can then pour i can't until jason is done hey tomato hey it's already done all right i have so. to remember to pour this more delicately than the first two correct why because it's only 12 ounces because it's much smaller than the first two okay so we are drinking a droid theories beer bays their imperial bays. stout Black as your soul is what that base stands for. Uh, also, so this was the first beer they released as part of the Black Heart Society. So it is not available to the public. Not that we're not excited about the fact that we got some, um, <laughs> but we did not Ooh. make it to the release party. Sad. The nose is really complex and neat. And because we didn't make it to the release party, they sent it to us. And we did learn from talking to Mark, the owner, that they were doing some gastro yes. awesomeness for pairings. Do you remember, Jason? Do you remember the cheese that we had when we went down the there? The ghost yep. cheese. It was yeah, like caramelly. Yeah, really interesting. So they decided to take that and make it into a... What was um, they did the... They injected the head of the beer with the cheese so that you got the pairing as you were drinking it. Am wow, I understanding really? that correctly? Yeah. No. It's like the new gastroscience stuff where they That's make... That's really cool. So we didn't get that. So instead... That sounds expensive too. They sent us handcrafted Leesburg chocolates to go with the beer since we don't get to have the gastro cheese. The gastro, the gastro cheese. cheese. I'm, I'm really glad they sent us chocolate and not old cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so we did get two bottles of this. We're drinking one now and we are aging one for an indeterminate. Forever. Ooh, they're really pretty. Yeah, they are pretty. Wait, are they different? They're different. Are they different? They are. Mine's got red flecks in it. Mine's got white flecks Interesting. In it. Jason, do you want the redheaded one? Or do you want the... No, you like redheads. So you should I have do that. like redheads. That's okay. I'll share They're this one with Jason. They're all mine. Should I try the beer on its own no, first? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, so you. looks so scared over there. What did you do? You got real pretty lips. <laughs> wow. You got a pretty mouth. So I... So no, I don't like... I don't... It's, it has a really strong middle, if that makes any sense. Like the there's not an It smells like hit. black licorice to me. It's isn't this one licorice. aged in something? Strong middle, and it really stays in the middle of your it's mouth too. Oh, this could be a bourbon barrel one. Oh, aged in bourbon barrels. Pow! I could taste the bourbon. I believe that. I will honestly say that what I did, did not like peak or anything. Uh, so the pairing for this is a coffee cocoa crusted Angus beef sirloin, which I think we would all love. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Norwegian goat cheese as the cheese, and I don't know what a burger in Argenti and Tubar is, but I know that it's a cigar of some sort because it's it's a droid. It's like they... a hamburger, nice. <laughs> chocolate. You want chocolate? You have to eat only half, and you have to save the other half for me, please. So they put a Facebook post. Or a I'm sure there's something in the middle. It's probably a truffle. More chocolate. Yeah. So they put on a Facebook recently that, so when Ian and I first went, they were open every Saturday. Now they're up to open every Saturday and Sunday, and they just expanded the patio, which is perfect for this time of year. But they are starting to release some new styles of beer. They do like an Imperial Saison, and they have done an IPA, and, you know, so often... They just specialize in the dark stuff, so they're really kind of excited to break into these other styles. But they said, like, if you go this coming week, they have a 7% beer, which is the lowest they will ever create. And that's part of how I knew that... How do they know that? Because I think that's part of, like, their charter of what they believe in what a good beer should be, is they only... They will only go as low as 7%. So I have to say, hats off to Adroit Theory for this pairing of these chocolates actually um everything that i thought was lacking in the beer itself <laughs> when i had the sip before having any chocolate 
and then after it's completely made up for with that chocolate it is really cool to uh to do that it kind of now like, if only there was a little cheese in the head the chocolate Wait. really goes sort of around the gross. sounds like you need penicillin <laughs> The chocolate sort of gets around the corners of your mouth that the beer doesn't really seem to hit. Mm -hmm. And then you get that really nice uh, uh, chocolatey flavor after that. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, that's nice. It's yeah. quite nice. I made myself have the beer first, and I did like the beer. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've, um, had, we've had it before. I think we had, they had it on tap, yep. didn't they? And we, it was one of the beers we, we photographed. I know we have the base. I didn't know that we had the bourbon barrel version. Because that's only available Maybe for... they hadn't bottled that by them. That's... Because they, they had like three different were, bays on that day. He was brewing it that day. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, they had like three different bays on that day. They did, but none of them were bourbon barrel. That's right. One of them was Randall's. One of them was just regular, and one of them had the peppers in it. No, that wasn't. That was a porter. no. That was saison. It was a chipotle pepper saison. I'm sure it wasn't a porter because I said it was a good porter. Either way, you don't like porters or saisons. It could be either. Pretty sure it was a porter. <laughs> <laughs> pepper porter. Sounds way better than a pepper saison. All right. I'll give you this until I get to the Google and find out the real answer. Get to the Google. <laughs> it's a thing. It's like cut to the quick. So mm. let me ask you a question. Uh, are you going to drink all of the, or eat all of the chocolate that's left over? Yeah, because I said eat half and give me the rest. We only had two. Mm, I, I took one little, I, I had one little bite. You want to come here and get this other bite? Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is turning into a very different type of podcast. I gotta go, guys. It's gone. <laughs> By the way, I fell in my mouth. It's gone now. <laughs> it was delicious. Okay. This is why we don't eat on podcasts more often. <laughs> it just gets weird. Should I go see if I can find you some subpar chocolates in the f fridge? Would that be better? The no, because you have to get up and there's movement involved. Yeah. and that's. It's it not would not be the first time we opened the fridge while on mic because it sounds hilarious. Trying to think, what other what types of chocolate would go well with this? Do you think hazelnut? What's that one yeah. we had the oh, other yeah. night that was so that. good? It would be too sweet, but it was really good. When was this? Where? The Stella and Dot party before Quizzo. Oh, it was uh, salted caramel. Oh, it was so good and dark chocolate. <clears throat> I don't know that salted caramel would work very well with this one. It wouldn't. I think anything nutty would work really well. Um, hazelnuts, walnuts. Pecans, would like the be um, not pecan sandies. What are they called? Turtles. The like um, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. dark chocolate rich turtle with nuts and caramel might work. You couldn't really do milk chocolate with anything like this, right? I don't actually. Think salt bitter. might be okay in this. Salt is such a salt's just a flavor enhancer. So there's a new thing that I want. <laughs> that unlike most You're women, welcome. <laughs> unlike most women, the answer is not shoes or a purse. I want some of the pink Himalayan sea salt. You want what? Pink Himalayan salt. Yeah, that's not a typical request. So is this anyway, difficult to find, or is this something that's like just twenty-two dollars a pound for salt? But you can find it. It's not hard to find. Well, that's not bad then. It's just expensive. Why do you? But want also, this? I feel like, what are you going to do with a pound of pink salt? Make some. You're not just going to be like, caramel? oh, this needs some salt. Let me throw it out of here. You got any salt for these fries? Technically, the recipe for our pistachio brittle calls for Himalayan sea salt. Yeah, let's throw it in salt. there for that. I would totally do a salted caramel. But I don't think you're just going to like replace your, your salt grinders no. with that. It would have a very special place where I hid it from all company who didn't understand what it Hopefully was. Hopefully somewhere not damp. Definitely not. Let's not even talk about that as I'm still trying to recover my salt grinder from a month ago. Yeah. Longer than that. It got wet. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is when salt gets wet, it just corrodes. It doesn't really grind anymore. No. And it's hard when it's, you know, three feet long to get in there and try to figure out what's going wrong in there. They said it was the, yeah, for some reason wet salt is corrosive, like very corrosive against stainless steel. You should throw some uh, rice in there. We tried that. We did that. You should have stood in front of the fireplace. Uh, it is wood. <laughs> so. In front of, not in. <laughs> Might not do super yep, well. See, but when it burns, then you buy a new one and problem solved. Right. One way or the other, you're fixing that problem. It'll either dry out or combust. Right now we are doing the cornstarch method, which is because cornstarch is super absorbent. So mm. the 
internet said put some cornstarch in there, which is only funny to me. How do you get the cornstarch out? Do you rinse it? That's exactly <laughs> like so. Right now, you have cornstarch fingerprints all the way down this beautiful wood salt grinder. And I'm like, so even if I get the inside working again, I have to wash off these fingerprints that you are. You can do that with a damp cloth. I hope so. One problem at a time. More importantly, adroit. You will always have a special place in my heart. And I cannot. And his heart is not the most. It is cold and tiny. <laughs> wow. If I said that, I'd get in trouble, but you said it so well, I can just. That would be mean. I, I can just it. I beat cheers you to the it. Punch. I, uh, but like, what a wonderful coincidence that I ran into Mark at. Yeah. We would not have found the them otherwise. Booster. No, we never would have heard of these guys. Well, we would when they were like rock star famous. Right. And we'd be like, can we get one of those memberships? They'd be like, screw you. We got a 10 year waiting list. <laughs> oh, come on. That's all you're getting for Christmas this year. Great. I'm just going to re-up it because it's so expensive. But it seems so far with only one release, it already feels worth it. Plus the discount we get at the brewery. Thankfully, the brewery is not any closer to here or it would be so expensive. Nobody would be really cheap because we'd be drinking this well all the time for like regular prices. I think the same thing about chilies for the record. We have one right up the road. Very, not their very beers bad for suck. Our accounts. They do. Shame but they're margaritas. Yeah, margarita Mondays or whatever. They're like $5 for like a bucket. And they're not like, and like syrupy and gross. They're actually... <laughs> a bucket and two straws. Yeah. Sounds like what you need the next morning, depending on how many margaritas <laughs> oh, you have. I don't have. know what you're doing with those straws, but... <laughs> just, just, just keep the bucket. <laughs> You'll need it. Your own souvenir bucket. Two straws? That's awesome. All I'm thinking of is like putting them in your mouth like oh, a little seal or sea that. lion. You what? were talking to me about the Swim Up Sushi Bar in the Cancun Islands. I thought that was... A really cool idea. Honey, you are adorable. Sounds warm Cancun and is not an island. Whatever, Cancun area. General <laughs> locale. Nobody cares about Cancun. True. <laughs> Except for like high schoolers going to spring break. Yeah, or like going to uh, swim anyway, sushi bars. Anyway, yeah. So one of my friends jumped on that and said, I think we're going to have to go. And I was like, if you go, tell me we will totally double date. But it's even better than doing like... A swim up bar that has pina coladas if you can swim up and have fresh made sushi like oh my god do you get an order or is it just like whatever they're making i don't know ask me after i go also i feel like it's probably really hot out there so that sushi is like got like a 30 yeah. second shelf life my track record with fish in, in the caribbean the caribbean not super good which is weird because it should be really good it is like you should be able to dip your toe in and be like look what i caught they just don't care they do not. Well, care. yeah, because they're probably sh like they're probably shipping it in from somewhere. Yeah. That's like not near. That was actually one of the coolest parts is when we were in, we were in the Dominican Republic, but it was not Punta Cana, La Romana, the other side of the island. So we went during the wrong time of year. It was right after a hurricane, and we went during the wrong time of year. They were remodeling half of the resort, uh, but I learned that if when you had breakfast because they always have the nice European breakfasts that are like bread and cheese and meat and all the things that I enjoy. By nice European breakfast, you mean like pretty boring. I love it. I though. feel like European breakfasts are just like, we know you should eat something, but we never really figured out what. Even though we've been around for Longer than while. America. Yeah. <laughs> well, as someone who doesn't like American breakfast. It's always American like, here's some cheese and toast. And you're I like, love it. That's weird. like the longer around... The longer you are around, the worse it is, though. Because you go to the Middle East and all that. You watch... Well, okay, so watching... I feel like they've got abroad, other troubles, though. Yeah, right? An idiot abroad is where abroad, we get all of our overseas... They're eating, like, lamb eye for breakfast, and they're like, using their mm, fingers to scoop right. up slop. Because it's like because the leftover... It's like good it's whatever them. you didn't eat last night in a lot of cultures. It's yeah. like, oh, there's some Cold stew pizza leftover. is totally my speed. Yes, but that is not something that... You, you can't go out to a restaurant and be like, mm, can I get your cold pizza, please? <laughs> For breakfast, for brunch. Anyway, at this particular resort, because there was nothing else happening. I'd love happening, to see you ask that, though. Just I bet, I bet you could open like, a place that would serve that, and people would go. I would sneak out with baguettes from breakfast. I would just wrap my, like, wrap it in my towel and then go down to the beach. And then, why would you sneak out? Why wouldn't you just take it blatantly like white wine at a wedding? 
<laughs> well, you wanted more recall, yeah, Jason? Yeah, I brought good, you recall. Right back around. Because there was five years in between and I got bolder as I got older. How's that? I like it. All right. It was a little alliterative. alliterative. Yeah. Take the B off So then I would take these baguettes out into the ocean and all of the fish would come to me and I felt powerful. I was like... So you wouldn't even steal it for yourself? No. You just do it to feed fish? like, come here, little fish, and come nibble on my belly button. Why do you want them to nibble on your belly button? Because it's... Cleansing? Tickly? I don't know. Because there's nothing else happening at the resort. (laughs) Might as well meet the stray fish that are just hanging Uh, out. Did we tell you the story about the canoe when we were... uh, So we were... We decided for the first time ever to go out in a canoe while we were at an all-inclusive resort. And uh, we swam out, or I guess canoed out, whatever it's called, paddled. And I was going to say, we swam We'll where? get there eventually. Yeah, it, was, uh, it took us, what, probably about half an hour, 45 minutes or something like that. And we were like, you know what? There's nothing going on. No. Why did we do this? This and sucks. We're going back. Also, Why my shoulders stuck out here? Like, this is not yeah. relaxing. It's a lot of work. Yeah. This is not relaxing. It's a lot of work. So we decided, okay, we're going to go back in. And there are lots of waves. So we're paddling back in. We finally get up to the shore. We have a Exhausted and sweaty and sunburnt, like, some of the whiter out, of us. Right. Yeah. Getting out onto the beach. And a guy comes running up to us and says, no, 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 you have the wrong wristbands. You're at the wrong resort. Only, uh, it was we all were, in like Spanish because, you we know. We were probably about a quarter of a mile to half a mile away from where we were supposed it's to be. Down too bad. tide. Not but bad, you have to go against the but tide. But you have to get back into the water, <laughs> go against the waves, and paddle all the way down. I forgot about that. I would yeah. have just carried it. That would have been a better life choice, I think. It just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> blew my mind. Really? It's supposed to go That's in like water. That's like the best thing of a canoe, though. Is, is It's supposed to go in water, but when you got to land, you could just pick it up and carry it over until you got to the next river. That would be what smart kids did. That's we what were... the Vikings did. The Vikings were so smart, and they killed and raped and pillaged everything. Maybe that wasn't the best. I but... was going to say, maybe you didn't just okay. sell that. At least one of those things, not okay. Well, yes. <laughs> the pillaging. Bad. Oh. <laughs> The professor, Kidding. ladies and gentlemen, take Kidding. a bow. Yeah. Uh, so I feel bad <laughs> asking this on this particular episode, but because I do have a sake of tradition, I will ask it anyway. What's your favorite pairing? At, oh, no. No, that's what we ask at beer dinners. I know. On podcasts, we ask, which was your favorite beer? Jason? Oh, gee, I don't know. <laughs> that Yingling summer lager you had before so, we... It's hard. I would say for sure the adroit theory... Um, but it was also the only one that we paired all night. And so I feel like if you were to find a really good pairing for the other two, um... Is that a challenge? Yeah, I think it kind of is. All right, I'm just going to let that hang out on the floor, and I'll pick it up in a couple of months. The challenge? Yeah, I'm not accepting it. I'm just letting it sit over there. Okay. Fester. Festering challenge. Or do you mean the uh, Kleenex box that you just kicked over? (laughs) If by kicked you mean hit with my elbow because I'm graceful? Then, yeah, that. Oh, I think it's actually Graceless. Which was your favorite beer, McCafferty? Oh, I liked the Adroit Theory. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was really quite spectacular. Me too, because it was delicious, but it was even more delicious with chocolate, because I'm a woman and everything's better with chocolate. I was pleasantly surprised by the beard beer. I agree. I had low expectations, I must admit. Also agree. They I mean, were, I might give it, They were say, matched and beaten. I would give it a six and a half or a seven, but I was expecting like a four. Is that really skeptical of me to say it that way? No, not after all those voodoo donuts we've had. Yeah. Never again. There's a, there's a new one. No, out. we are going to do it again. I no. saw it. No, I saw the new Why one. Why do you guys hate me? Because they're, they're going to get it. it. No, they're I not. I feel like there's they're some... Not, though. They're, they're going to get all it. gross. One of these days, they're going to... And those bottles are so What's pink. What's that rule? Like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I don't know. Is George Bush saying it or a normal person? We have been fooled <laughs> twice now. Why would we buy the third? I mean, if they ship it... Normal person. <laughs> if they ship it to us for free, I am cheap enough that maybe I will feel guilty enough to drink it. But there is no way I'm what paying I money. What Whatever. See, I just gave you a Dashing Road credit card. What it's the wrong moment to say money. I'm going to go what buy it. What if it's gifted to us? That's what I'm saying. If it were gifted, I would probably suck it up. Interesting. And try it. What are you... Uh-oh. Nothing. You're thinking so no, hard right no, now. There's, there's no machinations in my brain. Your hair is I am run end. on water and beer. Of course there's steam. There's so much espresso in there, too. That's true. A steam pump Not today. Oh, my gosh. No, there Tell was espresso. There was no coffee. 
There was, and the best part was, I know Ian's lefty handwriting. Yeah, so on terrible. the door, I could see that he. Had no coffee, it. please. <laughs> it's like sad face, teary eye, cry bits. Yeah, I actually didn't write any letters because I don't know how. I just wrote like a coffee bean with like a no sign. <laughs> the coffee bean was no crying. Was sad. Yeah. Sad coffee bean being like, I can't be brewed. I just, <laughs> I walked in there this morning and I so said much to myself, potential. people think that they have a bad day at work, but can you imagine working at Starbucks and not being able to serve coffee? Like, how is that for a bad day at work? I would think you're, uh, I honestly think you would just close the Starbucks. No, there are plenty of things we still could have sold and did. Like pumpkin bread. Mm, how many angry people like did you have? Uh, it was more incredulous than angry. Because you're Starbucks. You have to sell coffee. Right. And like, so I'm sure know. most of our listeners have probably at least stepped foot into a Starbucks. And while you've been in a Starbucks, you probably haven't noticed that we have a big brewer. Now, it's... I call mine Berlin. Hello. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. You look pained. I thought it was good. It's funny how it is a fairly large machine, like... Probably, uh, I could probably lift it by myself with both of my arms and like a bear hug grasp and not get it very far. Uh, it is big, it is heavy. You also have That's chicken legs. And, and you like, should lift with your legs. Lost in space top part, right? Where it's the, the weird, yeah. Okay. Yes. So anyhow, like all day has been going by and then one of, my, one of our customers is just like, wait, is this a joke? I'm like, sir, it's April 11th. <laughs> it's far too late for me to be playing April Fool's jokes on you. I'm like, no, we, we, we don't actually have any brewed coffee. And he's like, well, why not? And I said, our brewer broke this morning. And he's like, well, you only have one? And I was like, I pointed at it. I'm like, the thing is massive. Where do you think we would be hiding another? Like saying, and if we had another, don't you think we'd be using it all the time as well? Like, it's like, I work for a shipping company. I drive trucks, but we have one truck. Right. Or like, hey, have you been to the airport? And they're like, ah, we need a new piece on this plane. You're not flying that day. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we're going to do our best to get you another plane, but it's not like they just have one sitting around in case such of an emergency. They That's have to wait for something in to come out. That's why I spent the night in Belgium. Because <laughs> exactly. there was no other United planes. So it's like, yeah, it's a pretty big piece of machinery. I'm pretty sure it cost a couple grand. We're not just going to have one sitting in the basement so what in case tomorrow, such an occurrence though? happens. Do you have like Starbucks emergency service that runs in to fix it overnight? Or um, I mean, we have people that come fix our stuff. Yeah, they should have been there at some point today. He's like, I'm the morning shift. I don't care what I happens. I left at one thirty. I have no idea what happened after that. I am assuming that there will be coffee when I get there tomorrow. That might be a gross assumption, though. <laughs> We'll find out how gross when we show up tomorrow. I will have espresso. That's all I care about. I can still drink my quads. I don't know if I can show up. I'm going to a bachelor party. Hey, you should strippers just... for life. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Boring I was going to say, can you, can you take your own stripper to someone else's bachelor party? It's amazing how fast your, your attitude towards it changed in that five second time. Yeah, bachelor party, no strippers. Stay at home. <laughs> Watch Frozen again. That was good. It was cute. Or porn. There's probably a porn called Frozen. I bet there is already. Maybe with less singing, though. That's what I love about it. Maybe not, though. Eh, maybe not. Google. Some We're creative right back to people Google. out there. And a lot of desperate Jason, actors. take notes. We want to hear all about it on the next episode. Okay. Enjoy. Enjoy. Wear something that shows your midriff. It'll be great. Don't do that. Do it. That'd be Wouldn't weird. Be it would be blinding. <laughs> We're right back to white ankles. What yeah. can we say? We've, we've had a lot of nice recall tonight. Yeah, we've brought it back. Twitter has been amazing. We recently had an article come out in Harrisburg Magazine. If anyone would like to read a little more about the Dashing Rogue and what we do, uh, check us out. There is a link um, on Twitter. I'm at beermistress. At dashing underscore rogue. We are always at facebook.com slash dashing rogue. And you can always find us online at dashingrogue.com or beermistress.com. Jason. And I'm at, and I'm Jason on Twitter. When's the last time you tweeted? I tweeted on the day that I signed up. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't want it. any clutter in your Twitter feed, follow, follow Jason. Jason. Yes. You'll be great. At and I'm Jason. Great work, guys. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Adroit. Yeah, thank you, Thanks, Adroit. Rogue. Thanks, Utah. 
Jason, <laughs> I'm going to get you like seven glasses of water just so you can ask one more time what the ABV of the Doppelbock eight is. Three. Hasn't changed. Has not fermented. Still 8.3. Jason, since you'll be editing late at night or whenever you do, tonight we enjoyed Rogue's Beard Beer. <laughs> Thank you. We enjoyed Epic Brewing's Double Skull See, it's Doppelbach Lager. We just drank and it. And Adroit Theory's Black as Your Soul Imperial Stout Aged in Bourbon Barrels. And paired with delicious paired with chocolates some from local Lee's chocolates. Herb, but no funky cheese. Until next time, America, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. It's more the world. It's not just America. You know what? Good for you, thinking all outside the box. We, no, I'm, I look at our sphere. download stats. We have like That's Germany. That's true. We have a whole lot of people from all over the world. Thanks, Germany. Thanks. <laughs> I love universe. Germany. Germany is my favorite country, I think. Really? Because you live in America. I like America, too. Thank you, world, for listening to the podcast. It's been a blast. <laughs> what a throw things of fun. Yeah, and World You're War like II. You're like my two favorite people. A lot of Americans really My husband is drunk enjoyed as, the like, Germans. There needs to be a thing for Bays that's like drunk as your soul. Because, I mean, how many times? I think that would just be called Days. Because <laughs> you've been drinking it for days on end. I'm like, how many times can you ask the ABV? <laughs> Five. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Oh, we're not. We're we not signed done. out. Oh, okay.